Greetings, listener. Please enjoy the unintelligible ramblings of your favorite dynamic trio, Arva, Farah, and Westy, as they give out some unintelligible life advice. Welcome to The Unintelligibles. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of The Unintelligibles. I'm Arva, and I'm jo- joined by my lovely co-hosts, Farah and Westy. Hi. Um, how are you guys doing? Oh, God. <laughs> I just got shitted on by my dog. Uh, <laughs> I, I picked her up yeah. from getting spayed, and then she shitted all over my pants. And then her poop <laughs> got stuck to her butthole. So I had to cut it out of her hair. So yeah, it's been a great day. <laughs> That's kind of what happens when dogs get spayed, though, because they got to numb their lower half. Yeah. I... They stay shitting and pissing. ...am very tired. I started a new job, finally. And I... This is like my second week? Yeah, this is my second week. And I immediately oh, yeah. got sick. Uh, like immediately. Because I spent the last eight months basically sitting at home doing this and streaming. And now suddenly I'm in a very cramped office building with mm. thousands of people. And one of my coworkers, I was told, yeah, if you sit next to him, you're going to get real sick. And I walked by <gasps> him and it smelled awful. Because apparently he has no personal hygiene. He has like a little <sighs> humidifier that he fills up with water from the bathroom. Oh, he's basically a, that's crazy. Yeah, he's basically a big fucking man child. And I walked by him just because it's like, yeah, that's the quickest way. And now every time, I'm like, I'll take the long way around. I, I'm not gonna do that again. Ew. So I that's... guess it, it's like the sickness where I'm not like super sick, but like all of my joints hurt. I threw like I threw up and then I was immediately like, okay, I'm a little bit better. But all of my joints feel like somebody is just pinching the nerve, like right in my shoulders. I but, want you to know that my microphone just fell off of its stand. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you gotta hold it throughout the podcast. Do you think he fills up his humidifier with like toilet water? No, he does <gasps> people have seen him. He does it from the sink, but those bathrooms aren't really like you know, clean. Yeah. They're kind of clean, but they're not like clean, clean. And he's just an overall, <sighs> like everyone, he literally sits in a row all by himself because everyone who sits next to him gets sick and they have to move. He got, at, it's just, he's not going to be there for a month, so it's going to be fine. Oh, okay. It's like, <laughs> I was going to celebrate. But if you want, imagine like, imagine getting fired. And your reason is that you stank. He didn't get fired. <laughs> he got suspended for a month because he went AWOL for like days. Uh, and it's just like, well, dude, all right. Oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah, he's like the biggest man child you've ever, you'll ever hear about. And I probably That's shouldn't so... talk about him very much because it's like, let's just let that one just go. But, yeah. But. I, I will say one of the funniest things because my orient I was supposed to start on the 24th on a Sunday their system was down so they called me and they're like uh, come in tomorrow our, our system's like 
down and being weird. We're having IT fix it. It won't be up in time for your orientation. So like, okay. So I went out on Monday for orientation. I have never had an orientation last longer than a day. It was three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh my. And I, okay. So what ended up happening here was I went in and it was such an old woman. Like they pulled her out of the crypts ancient. <laughs> and I swear to God, they're like, she's clicking the slideshow. She goes, I don't care about that. Now nah, you can ask somebody else about that. And then she got the sexual <laughs> harassment and she said, hang on, I failed this. I need to see what I did wrong. And she didn't, <laughs> she didn't read or show the slide. She read it to herself and goes, huh? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then kept going. And I was like, "Oh my, oh, what the fuck?" Enough for that. You're getting paid a fuck ton. Um, yeah. So on Wednesday, I got taken over to like the unit I was going to work at, and I sat at the desk, and they're like, "All right, sign on to your email first. There's some like stuff you got to sign." And I couldn't get into the system, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I bet they still need to move you because I was still under like orientation for the rest of the day, but I had to sit there. I had to sit there for like." six hours and do nothing i wasn't allowed to do anything else and i'm like okay this sucks so on thursday i go in and like hey you got you moved over go get in the system and do your email stuff couldn't get in the system uh, I, it's thursday at uh seven o'clock our time i can't get into the system and then she my manager's like oh call it i call it it is immediately recording saying I need to call back during the regular business hours, which is Monday through Friday, <laughs> 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm calling at 7. Ugh. PM? Jeez. Yeah. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Monday through Friday. I called at 7 o'clock on a Thursday. Well, <laughs> they went home early. They were tired of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there was also a threat of a government shutdown that didn't, like, get resolved until like the fucking oh. deadline so i got a call and got told come in an hour early on sunday yesterday and uh fun note there it's gonna be a lot worse in november anyway we'll cross the bridge into it so i go in an hour early and there's no shutdown everyone and you know there's like okay try to get into your system still can't do it i called it and i swear i had my phone i was just pushing random buttons I, I didn't even listen to it. It's it like 09098709. Just over and over until eventually the recording's like, please hold. And it got me through to somebody. And he's like, uh, you know, what's the problem here? I'm like, yo, I can't get into my system. This motherfucker spends an hour and 25 minutes in dead silence. I'm hearing his dog bark in the background. He doesn't say a <laughs> fucking word after he gets like remoted into my computer. Not a word. Just for an hour and a half as he's just clicking around. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you you weren't granted internet access. Uh, here, your manager should have done that. Oh, and my. And then his exact words. Uh, it'll be resolved in 24 hours. <laughs> oh, my. So I sat there for a good, like, six hours until 1230, like, 12.30 a.m. And then my manager, because we work night shift, messaged me because I went to lunch and I came back and there was a message and it just says, can you try your internet one more time? And it works. 
And I message her back, oh, hey, it works. So she walks out to my desk and goes, yeah, I kind of forgot I was supposed to, you know, approve your access. So we could have had you doing stuff last week, but oh, well. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, fucking what? God damn. That's so wild. I mean, one, I guess you didn't have to do much the first week because you literally couldn't, but like hello like how can you let that slip through <laughs> arva you say that like let, me, let me paint you a picture oh you know what i should have known from stinky man i should have known no no let me, <laughs> let me paint you a picture the desks aren't like private desk it's like put together to make a long row of tables of three and there's two rows of three and there's like <sighs> one two three there's five going down like each row oh <sighs> I'm sitting between two people who can just get in there and work. They're nice. They're nice. Like woman mm. on the first day gave me a cupcake. She's like, "Oh, thank you." The guy uh-huh. next to me, he oh. he will not talk until his work is done. And then he's like such a nice old man of just like, "Oh, you'll, don't worry, you'll get there." We all had problems when we first got here. He's like so nice. I, I love both of my neighbors. They're great. Mm. But because of the nature of the work. You are not allowed to have your phone out, like, above the desk. You can have your phone out under the desk. Right. You cannot, like, look around because it's very sensitive information all around you. So unless something is signed out to you, you technically can't look at it. Right. And where I was sitting, I actually don't get very good reception. And so until lunch, when I went outside and just downloaded, like, fucking 25 podcast episodes... I sat and stared at my desk, just the wood of my desk, unmoving for five hours. Oh, my God. Because I'm just not allowed to do anything else. Right. So imagine sitting in one place, perfectly still, listening to click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, (laughs) five hours straight. That's hell. Oh, it was pure hell. So overall, like, really good first day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I get to go in today, like, right after this podcast is done, I get to go in, and I do have access, and apparently all the training stuff, I'm told, yeah, you might only want to do just a couple in a day and try to spread it out, because apparently all the training stuff takes maybe four hours, and I have nothing to do for the rest of the week but this. Because I don't think my training starts until, like, actual training training starts till next week. This is just like, oh, you know, don't bring a gun to work. Don't <laughs> fight your fucking co-workers. That was my first week, too. I had, like, a bunch of online training to do. But you know when you, like, load it up and it's like, this training will take three hours. And then half an hour later, you're done. Yeah, so it like, never takes that. so bored for, like, a week. Because they just allotted me time to do that training. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I make my own time. Because it's, since it's night shift, they don't give a shit. So, and it's not like a punch-in system. It's literally I have to come in and fill out my timesheet every night on what I'm doing. And since mine's training, I just put it all under one code. And I just, like, done. I can literally do whatever now. So it's not really a lot of time. 
it's just because there's I don't have access to anything else and I'm not trained to do anything else. Right, 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 right. And I don't know if like I don't know if this is just like a me thing or it's like a particular I don't like watching other people work thing. I feel like such a piece of shit when I'm sitting there listening to a podcast, doing nothing, and everyone around me is like working real fucking fast and just like trying to get their shit done. And I'm just like do 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 listening to a conspiracy theory on JFK assassinations. Do 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 Anyway. That was my week. <laughs> I don't think they care, honestly. They really don't, but like in my mind, it's 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 like my mind's telling me, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Cause like, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here. Yeah. It kind of sucks. The same way. Like, eh. That was my week, and I'm going to have a whole rest of the week with it because I know I'm going to finish all that training today. I cannot help myself. I'll get bored and just start clicking through it. <laughs> That's what I usually do. <laughs> I, I will say the one, like, decent thing about it, since you make your own time and whatnot, I can get up and, like, take a walk whenever I want as long as it's not in, like, certain areas. Right. But I can't be gone longer than 30 minutes at a time. So That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's actually a decent amount of time. Yeah, because they let you... As long as you're not gone for more than 30 minutes, because that's like... Unless you're on lunch, of course, but... And even on lunch, they mm-hmm. give you like 45 minutes because the building's so fucking big. Right. And actually, hang on. I'm going to send a quick thing into the Unintelligibles podcast. They have this whole separate, um, like, outside area. So you can go outside and eat, and it's got, like, an actual pond and, like, animals just running around. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, yeah, it is. And so here. That's I'm, so nice. Like, there was a rabbit and a crane. The crane scared the <gasps> shit out of Adrian because she didn't see it. Ooh. It was right there and, like, screamed at her. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a whole little outside area, so you can just go sit by the pond and watch the turtles or the crane or the rabbits. And it's like, hey. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I go outside and I see uh, redacted. (laughs) 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 I don't want to dox myself. (laughs) Like, that's the one thing I can share is that, because, I mean, unless you're, like, in the building, you don't know where that is. Right. And if you're already in the building, you've probably already seen me at some point. Um, actually, by the type of grass that I see in this picture, you are. Oh. Yeah, bro, there are literally people like that. <laughs> there though. are people like that. It's <laughs> fucked. I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't there this that is... one fucking influencer in Japan or something that somebody found out where she lived on the reflection of her sunglasses? <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yeah. People have, like, found out where people live by just, like, a little flash of, like, their window in their house and see, like, they see, like, a second of their outside and they're like, oh, I know where you live. How? Meanwhile, like, me taking Snapchats and sending them to, like, my VTuber friends with, like, the outside of my house and, like, my fucking license plate is in it. MCC. All they can know is that's a fake and it's a setup. Yeah. It's a fake plate. Uh, yeah, fun week. Well, that actually segues into the topic for today. Um, 
Well, mostly. Yeah, what this was is, the topic, this is stuff. Arva, that you made yourself? <laughs> and wasn't given to my you very you original hosting today. Oh, my very original and prepared because I knew I was hosting today topic is things I wish I knew before becoming an adult. This kind of lines up because this is all adult stuff. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, it's yeah. a good topic. You should start us off since, you know, you probably thought about this a lot. <laughs> God damn, she You're is so rough on you. <laughs> sick and twisted. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably. What the fuck was I that? I think. That's her because she's going to listen to all the things that I'm miserable miserable about being an adult. She can just laugh at now. That's fair. I think the first one I have to announce is just like everyone's is taxes. We all knew it was coming, but like, I don't think anyone really got taught how to do taxes <laughs> growing up. Like we should have been in like school or anything. So we just kind of like graduated and we're like, oh, I did. This is something we have to do now. You I, did. I got taught taxes in school. Um, we got taught how to put a fucking condom on a banana instead of how to do our taxes. So I wish I got taught taxes. Yeah, my my like, high school didn't really do like a good sex ed, but my god, they fucking nailed taxes and accounting. God, that's so sexy. Say, I'd rather have that. Who the fuck cares? I know how to put a condom on. We're, we're high school students. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be yeah. honest. We know what's going on. They I need to know taxes. A like tax and accounting class that I could take at high school the year after I graduated. Mm. I think similar happened to me. I think they opened a class like that either a year or two after, and I was like, ah. <gasps> "Isn't that lovely?" So requested it, but you know, no one's gonna fucking take it. Like we all were like, no. I wish I had learned about tax in high. No, you don't. I you wish they would have just put it into class. something we had to take, so we had to learn about taxes because, like, yeah. It would have been I'm so nice real. to know. Even if I did, I would not remember. Mine was an elective, <laughs> so I had to actually sign up for it. Right. I asked my I think... mom how to do taxes, and she said, I don't know, we have an accountant. And then she just took all of my tax stuff and sent it to the accountant. I <laughs> That's want, what my mom did. I want an accountant, just because They're it's like... They're actually not that expensive, just for tax time. Oh, how much are they? So for uh, the one that we use, it's $50 a person to do year-end taxes. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That sounds about how much mine was. I'll do that because fucking having a real job and then adding Twitch on top of that is just ass. Yeah. Twitch taxes suck. You know what? Hang on. Before anyone, you become an adult or a teen, anything, yo, if you're going to stream on Twitch and you're going to get payouts... Twitch taxes fucking suck ass. They're awful. They're 1099s. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, it literally means you are an independent contractor working yeah. for yourself. Yeah. It's like yeah. self-employment. Yeah, and it's it's such ass. Ugh. But, but it does mean that you can write a lot of stuff off. That is true. I did write off this computer, this desk, this microphone, and every game I've ever bought since getting paid out. It doesn't add up to a lot. It added up to like a hundred bucks back one year. So I was like, all right. I still a hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. Is there a specific format you want or do we just jump in with them? 
I think we can just jump in with them. I think I think we have our fair share of things. All right. Hopefully. One of the most important ones. Yo. Before you like get too old, you're becoming an adult, you're looking for a job. Never be afraid to job hop. Like that is so heavily mm-hmm. discouraged, but it's only discouraged by companies because they don't want you doing it. But like if you're working at say you're working at like Walmart and they're like, oh, you don't want to move from here because it's you know it's such a good like light. No, it's not. Like if you look over, you're at Walmart and you look over at like Walgreens and you actually qualify for a higher up position, go do that immediately. And then from there, if you're there for like a couple of months and then something, you know, maybe like a desk job opens up and you now qualify for it, just go do that. Because they don't really... You don't have to give a two weeks notice. Like, you don't. You could just go. I know yeah. they'll be like, oh, well, you, you're you not going to be hired back at Walmart for five years. It's like, all right. Then just <laughs> wasn't planning on it. Yeah, or like, well, you, <laughs> yeah. can't, you can't come back to this Walgreens if you do that. It's like, bruh, there's one of you on every other corner. Like, yeah. Oh, well. I will say that I do see that it's more common now to job hop than it used to be because... I think the mentality for, like, boomers and Gen X uh, and Gen Y was, like, you know, you just sucked it up and you you were committed to the company with which you worked, even if they treated you poorly. But, but millennials and, like, Gen Z and the I generation are not having any of that bullshit. And we will quit if we're, we have a shitty worker. And I feel like that's where all of the, eh, nobody wants to work these days thing comes from. Because all these employers are losing their employees because they are terrible people and they treat their employees like garbage. You say that, yeah. yet I do know a good amount of millennials. I'm going to call them out specifically, not by name, but yo, <laughs> if you work for Target and like you're at the doctor or like in the hospital, if you're listening, you know who you are, and you have like doctor's notes saying that you are completely incapacitated for like a week and they write you up or like, well, now we're going to have to, you know, you know, take disciplinary action and it's from your job. Like you broke your back doing your job. That's not on you. Right. Cause that's what they were doing. And I'm like, no, don't, don't take that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Right. Like you don't have to, I will not like, I'm I'm not a confrontational person. So a lot of the times I won't fight back, but I will just quit. I'll just be like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, obviously don't you don't care about me uh i'm just gonna like leave i was in retail i have had one retail job and it was three months and i was like nah <laughs> customers suck my manager sucks my coworkers suck i'm literally never doing this again yeah i recently like adopted that mentality on my last job because i worked there for three years and they just like shafted me every single year and i just i stuck with it because it was the only job i had and i was like uh i'm just gonna stick with it because it's like it's an easy job and i can get through it but like after the third year i was like no i can't i can't put up with this for all of the children watching this episode i'm sure there's so many of you Um, (laughs) your company doesn't care about you no like you're just a yeah. especially if it's a mega corporation anything that has a corporate and even sometimes small businesses can be sneaky mm-hmm. 
if you're assigned an employee number, chances are you fucking they do not care. No, not at all. Yeah. You are literally not just the number to them in the system. You're not even the first of that number, I promise you. Oh yeah, why do you think your number's so big? It's because there's been a many, 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 many in front of you. Well, I was going to say, even then, if you, like, get fired, guess what? Your number goes back in the system, and now the person after you is going to have that number. You're not the first 32076. No, you're, you're going you're gonna to be back. There's, it's going to be back into somebody else. Don't me like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you know my number. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. And managers and bosses suck so bad. Oh my god. Don't take that bullshit. Same same shit. Just don't take it. You don't if have to. If you can to. find a good manager or boss, like hold on to them for dear life because they're so they're unicorns. It's so hard. It's so hard to find a manager that's both competent and nice. You can always Also mm. I was going to say you got to be a little careful because if they're real nice like just everything verbal they're gonna probably screw you over anytime it's just like okay i'm gonna like go mm -hmm. on vacation for a couple of weeks if you don't get that shit like in writing and they're just like oh yeah that's okay verbally i don't trust any manager with that right always make sure you have like some sort of paper trail or something in case they go back on their words oh i never said that oh oh you're not blah, blah, blah. why are you taking time off blah, blah. anything anything you're going back on their words get it written down so you could be like i have proof because no matter how good your manager is now all it takes is one bad day it takes their manager yelling at them they're like district manager mm -hmm. coming in now they have a bad day well you know now they're gonna look and see like oh well why are you gonna be gone no you can't have that like, two people could just leave, and they'll be like, no, 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 I never said that. You gotta stay here. Sometimes they also make promises they can't actually keep, because they don't have the jurisdiction to be making those decisions. Yeah. yeah. And that happens with the nicer ones, because they just do anything. They don't want to say yeah, no. Sure. Yeah, I don't want to say no, and then they, they get caught that the, in the, the trap of, oh, you actually can't do that, and they're like, ah. Oh. <gasps> And then you get fucked over because they fucked you over. Yeah, yeah I've had that happen too. Oh, get everything in writing. Okay. Nothing mm -hmm. like nothing officially work related verbal unless it's like, you know, hey, can you go do this? Like that doesn't count. But if it's like, hey, can I take a week off? Get that shit approved in writing every time they technically have yeah. to. Honestly, just treat it as if your manager is always going to shaft you. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, and no matter how good your manager is, make sure that you just have all the evidence to back up the fact that, like, you are in the right for whatever situation it is. Yeah, because everyone just... at the end of the day, they don't care. No, for the most part. everyone's just a bad day from fucking taking it out on you anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, it may not even be happens. you. It's like, I've done that where I've been in a really bad mood and I've snapped at somebody and I felt bad. It's like... Yo, sorry, that wasn't you. That was, you know, the day. Mm. I felt just the first also... person I interacted with. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Everybody ever. Um, look into unions. Look into jobs that have unions. Uh-huh. Unions because are good. Unions are a good thing. And if your job is trying to unionize, you should support it because it's a good thing. Um, yeah. if you are in any, like, career that has unions, so, like, any type of trade, look for unionized, uh, places of employment. 
because mm -hmm. your benefits will be so much better, like guaranteed. And if you have issues with your employer, not only can you take it to their boss and HR, but you can take it to the union. Exactly. Yeah. The benefits are alone worth it for being in a union, honestly. You get so much. The only argument I feel like against unions is that you have to pay union dues. They're not that much, but though. It's like They're not that much, and because you're in a union, you're going to be getting paid more anyways. So it's like mm -hmm. easy, easy trade-off. It's yeah, not yeah. trade-off, really. And most unions offer, at least here, offer, like, uh, I know some of them offer, like, depending on the job, uh, physiotherapy, psychology, like, stuff like that, too, sometimes. So oh, yeah. if you're paying, you're going to be paying for extra services that are probably way more expensive anyways that you're going to be getting with the job. So not only that, but most unions also offer, like, like, if you join a company as, say... I don't know. You're just like a baseline employee. You're like the lowest of the rung. And then you join the union and you go talk to them. So like, hey, I want to like go to IT because you enjoy doing IT work. They'll literally just print you off a thing and just be like, all right, here's exactly what you need to do to join the IT team. Mm -hmm. Like they will help you get there. I love unions. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. They're really good. I've always been recommended. I've always been told to go for jobs that unionized the um the job i have now because the union came in and started talking to us and they actually gave me two good bits of advice one it was like if you join the union even if there's a shutdown you're still getting paid if you're part of the union mm -hmm. it's back pay but i get like my full salary once it's over all at once and i'm just like yo but they also told me if, okay, I don't know what the equivalent is in Canada, but in America, there's certain banks called like Navy Federal. And if you're, and you can only join them if either you were in the military or any family member was in the military. So like a dad, a grandpa, anyone, cousin, brother, you can just join that. And if there's ever a time where, like, you're not getting paid, like, your job's not paying you for some reason, they will pay you 75% of your earnings until they start paying you again. You have to pay it back, but they make sure you're getting paychecks. I've never heard of that. I don't know if we have that in Canada. I don't think we do. It, our army is significantly smaller than yours. Well, yeah, because yeah. our defense budget is our entire budget. Yeah. <laughs> Invade this bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah. For those of you in America, look into like I don't know if they're like army banks or not. I know there's a couple. I was just told Navy Federal will pay you like your paycheck, seventy five percent of it, until you start getting paid again. And all you need to join is any like family member that's been in the military and you can just join. And once you're in, you can invite other people in. Fucking woman was just oh. like, yeah, you can all sign up right now. I'll just tell everyone that you're you're my brother, you're my sister. And I'm like, yo. So that's a good little bit of advice is look into your banks. Because some banks fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Chase. 
<laughs> oh god, Chase is the worst. <laughs> uh. I don't know if we have a Chase equivalent. Kind of, what banks do you have I don't in Canada? Think so. Oh, you want me to list them all? No, I mean like the everyone has like the big three because we have like Bank of America, we have Chase. Oh, and big we have... three. Uh, RBC is probably the biggest one. Royal mm. Bank of Canada. TD. And then TD, yeah. Uh, and then CIBC? CIBC, yeah. Yeah. Those are like the big three, I think. Yeah, and like maybe Scotia Bank. And Scotia, maybe there's four. There's like. That's like lot. the ones that there's you go with. And then with. we but have like a lot credit of unions too. So mm. There's a lot. Which are just those banks. are like the ones that most people go for, though, or at yeah. least have like an account with. It's just like I think credit unions are privately run. I think that's what it is. Uh, I mm -hmm. used to have a account in a credit union. What it is is basically you when you open an account, you become kind of like a shareholder to it. So you can go to their meetings if you have an oh. account, and as long as you have oh. money in there. It's basically like the more money you have, the more influence you have. So if they're like going to mm. cast a vote for something and you have thousands, then you have more votes than somebody who has just a few hundred in there. What can I do with the dollar twenty-five? Uh, <laughs> sit there. <laughs> just join the meeting. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably have one vote. They're like, you know what? You have just enough to join this meeting. <laughs> yeah. You can sit and listen. You can you sit and listen. Speak. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's gonna cost you. Uh, I do, I do like the credit unions more than the big banks, though. I now have a big bank, and it kind of sucks. I miss the credit. Yeah, unions. banks are stinky. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's a big thing. So I did this, but I know lots of people who did not. For the love of God, for every one of you that are reaching the age of maturity and you're about to be an adult, you're thinking about moving out. Uh, renting an apartment, getting a car, taking out student loans, anything, any type of loan or any big purchase, get a credit card and start <gasps> building credit immediately. Like, yes. I got a credit card at 16 years old and started building credit. You just yes. use it once a month to build credit. Like, I literally used it to buy gas, which yes. is something that I would have bought anyways. And then you pay it off immediately. Never let it sit. Yes. You don't want to incur interest. And you don't want to get bad credit. You buy something that you were going to buy anyways, and then you pay it off immediately, and that's how you get credit at a young age. Treat it yeah. like a debit card. If it's not in your like bank account, you can't afford it. Even if you have a yeah. credit card, you can't afford it. Don't put more than what you actually can immediately pay off on there. That's the biggest yeah. rule of credit cards. You can also... This is like a weird thing that we did... Where when my brother was, you know, moving out, my parents actually put the electric bill in his name. So when he moved out, he had good credit because that built credit oh, really fucking quick. Right. Yeah, see, I don't have, like, pretty much everything is in my parents' name, including, my like, even my car insurance because it's cheaper. If mm -hmm. the title, by the way, this is another piece of advice. It's cheaper if the title owner of your insurance is older and has more experience and like doesn't have a history of accidents the difference if i was the primary driver on my car versus if my dad was astronomical so i'm actually a secondary driver on my vehicle because my insurance premiums are so much less because i am so young mm. uh, mm -hmm. and i do have two accidents in my history both of which were not my fault yeah but they don't really 
care. But they still, yeah. yeah. It's so unfortunate. If you're under 24, your insurance for your car is going to be crazy. Uh huh. I'm also doing the same thing you are because holy fuck. I'm so old. My insurance is $50 a month. Oh. God, the dream. One day. It's also because I was driving like what was considered one of the safest vehicles. And where uh, I lived was not like a city. It's got a Subaru. Not a Subaru. It was an SUV. <laughs> they look at like SUVs, like those are safe. But it's like, yeah, classes. It's because I lived in the country where there wasn't a lot of traffic and I was driving a friggin' SUV and I was over 25. My insurance mm-hmm. fucking plummeted down to like, I think for a while it was like 125 and then it went even lower. I was like, yo. So nice. I think mine, if I was paying it and I was a primary driver, it would be close to 300. But because my dad's a primary driver, I think it's 98. Damn. Mine is, I don't know how much mine is. If I was, mine's not, okay, I don't know what happened to mine. I, I can't use mine right now because ICBC is being a cuck and I have to pay it all in full, which is like 2000 plus dollars in one payment. And I can't, I can't do that. Um, but when I was on mine, mine wasn't too bad. I think mine was like 180 something. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. I've also had accidents. <laughs> you got to shop around to like insurance providers, utility providers like gas and electric, uh, internet providers. You like shop around for all that stuff because and negotiate because just never, ever, ever take the first price they give you yeah they can and will negotiate with you yeah. it's not like a retail store where it's a set price you do you always negotiate mm-hmm. yeah because i know for uh this internet i was actually i spent like a good month working them it took it took a while but i got my price locked into just 75 dollars for like five years so i have i have one gig Ooh. internet for 75 dollars a month and I have the uh, Peacock streaming service as long as I have the internet. Because oh. they tried to take it away, and then I like started DMing them like all the screen. Save your screenshots too. I sent them every uh-huh. screenshot of like, hey, y'all promised this for this. You gonna drop my internet prices since you've taken that away? And they're like, we're gonna we're gonna give you a code to keep that, okay? And I'm like, thank you, because I got that shit in writing. Get it in writing. Save your screenshots. Right click, save mm-hmm. as PDF. Hit that print Always. button. It's just a good thing to do. You never know when it's going to come in handy. Fucking real. Let's see. Man, I wish I wish we could try. BC is so fucked uh, on the West Coast because we, yeah, it is. we recently <laughs> got... in the worst spot, bro. Uh, it's so bad. We used like to have Toronto. a single insurance provider, which was the worst one, the one that's currently cucking me. Um, they were the only one, and they knew that the only one, which means their rates were fucked. Like at one point, I don't know how. That's why I think because they became private at privatized insurance uh, branches now, which are still very small and just starting out in BC, but like they're here. Maybe that's why ICBC dropped their prices because when I before there was any privatized ones, it was like three hundred and twenty dollars a month for my insurance, which was fucked. Now it's a little bit better, and once again, I think it's because there's actually some form of competition out there instead of it being just a fucking monopolized 
fucking one insurance company, which is, I don't know who let that happen. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the money greedy bitches won that time because they just let one insurance broker in and they're like, this is it. BC only gets one insurance place. That's it. No one else. That's the issue we have in Canada with telecommunication companies, which mm -hmm. is getting better now, but only in the last five years have prices dropped. Whereas yeah. before it was like, you'd be paying $90 a month for like two gigabytes of data. Damn. Yeah. And that was the norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, no, it's only recently it's, things got better. I still like rarely see, I mean, see, I'm not in a major city and major cities do have more providers because it depends on the, what like towers are in your area. Mm -hmm. Like for where I am, I can't really get unlimited data. But I can get a lot more than I used to be able to for a lot less. I think like the standard plan now is like 10 gigabytes of data for $50 a month. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm. That's fucked. Only recently has it started to get a little bit better because Jesus Christ. Everything was like so monopolized or like yes. very lacking. If not, like there's only like three selections you can make between bad bad and worse <laughs> that's like okay woo. same with our like internet providers there's only like a few to choose from besides like the smaller yes. ones that like i just wouldn't trust and the big the big corpos are shit all like canadians internet services are so bad our service providers are so dog shit man even the best yeah. of the best is like the worst of the best. <laughs> Some areas are still like you can only get one. Like where my brother is, his only option was Shaw. That was it. He Jesus. could try other providers, but the they were like straight up, we can't really like you're gonna have shit internet if you choose. Other yeah, we don't, we don't really don't get have out a, there. We're not allowed to build towers in that area because Shaw has the contract, and it's that's like so that's wild. so fucked up that they can do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think because I know there's other stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, learn to be independent early. You know, like oh, I yeah. know people that they hit 18 mm. and they don't even have a bank account yet. Oh no! Yeah, that's I know some people like that, or they or like they share an account like, they or don't something. Know how to cook yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> Please, like, learn how to do your own, like, not only how to take care of yourself, but, like, how to take care of yourself in your space. Like, learn how to clean up after yourself, go shopping to replenish things, um, actually replenish things. Like, if the toilet paper is out, there's some bitches that will just leave the toilet paper empty and just leave it for someone else to do. Replace the toilet paper roll. Learn how to cook. Clean up after yourself. Like... You're your own person. You you should know how to do this. There's so many people out there that just like are live like a pig and they're like fully grown adults and they still yes. live with their parents, which is fine. I live with my parent, but like I know how to take care of myself. I was going to say, honestly, I could cook for myself. Living with your parents is it's fine because like in this day and age, it's like essential, honestly. Yeah. Like unless you've got a lot of money saved up, kind of like what we did. And you can move out on your own. It's really hard. I mm -hmm. I think what ties into that too is don't be afraid to fail. Because another good one. This is this is actually something Adrian's brother has. He is fucking. He won't admit it. He is terrified of failure. 
He does not like he is super fucking smart. He's too smart is the problem. But he's mm. he's book smart. He's like technical smart. And so if you tell him something, he'll be like, I already know that. And then he'll immediately go and do it wrong. Mm. But he'll insist that it's right because it's by the book kind of thing. Right. And I'm going to roast him a little bit here. That's why you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Point up <at> the ceiling. <laughs> he's afraid to ask girls out because in his own words, he's like, well, no, they're going to say no. And I'm going to ruin their day. It's going to be sexual harassment. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Hold up. I'm like, that's not what? how that works. You can literally just go and be like, hey, you want to go out? Hey, you want to get dinner? That's not like sexual. You're not ruining their day. People right. actually like they being can say asked no. out. Like it's yeah. Like as long as you're not creepy about it. But if you're like, you know, polite and you're just like, hey, you want to, you know, go do something. They can say no, but he's so afraid of failure that he doesn't really try. You'll never even know yeah he doesn't try anything new and the problem is it's because since he's so good by the book in his career he is fucking soaring he is climbing the corporate uh, ladder because it's it's literally just handed it's like he does more work than anyone because he's a fucking workaholic and because he memorized what he's supposed to do and everything's like everything he does is perfect to manage and he tries to like apply that to everyday life, but if it doesn't immediately work or it's not like immediately perfect, he just instantly gives up and never tries it again. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, That's... yo, I'm gonna fuck some shit up, but I'll get it eventually. <laughs> right. Without failure, you'll never learn. And that I think that was the main problem. That's it, I've seen it a few times, not quite to his degree. I've seen it a few times where someone's like tried something once or twice and immediately stopped me like, nah, I'm just not good at it. Nah, I can't. I wasn't born with that talent. Hell, that was me with even like when I started to draw, I was like, I don't have talent for this. But then I kept going and I was like, hey, I can draw Kirby. I'll draw Kirby. Yeah. So yeah, don't be afraid to fail. You're going to fail. But that's the thing is when you keep going, you notice you fail less and less each time. Yeah. And that, exactly. That's the important part. Yep. Like push it into yeah. a skull. Failure's scary, I get it, but like failure's kind of essential because without failure you're not gonna you can learn, but like you're not gonna learn as much because you're gonna learn from the mistake you made from failing or whatever happened and made made you fail a situation or whatever's happening, you're gonna take that and think about it and process it and come up with either a new way of approaching it or I don't know, something. It's worth it. I know it sucks. I know failing sucks, but listen, I think everyone has failed at least once. Definitely more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at least once. Yeah. And so you're not the first person to fail, and you're not the last person to fail. It's all good. I think it hangs more in that I don't know why people are so scared of failing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I can see, like, if you're inspecting a fucking nuclear warhead, you probably don't want to fail that. You probably want to have that under your belt before you get to that point in your life. Nah, what do you mean? <laughs> okay, Farrah can't have that job. But, <laughs> but, if you're like, if you're going to try cooking and you're like, oh, I'm going to make, I don't know, I'm going to try and make some uh, Burox. Which, if you don't know Burox, it's literally just. Hello? Dolomite said hi. Oh, 
Tell him I said hi. Should I answer it? Yes. It Dude. says suspected spam. Answer it and then just oh, immediately okay. start fucking hard selling him the podcast. Oh, they hung up immediately. Oh. <laughs> I answered and they just hung up. Cowards, see? They were afraid of failure. They hung up because they knew. <laughs> they realized. They realized. They knew who they were up against. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think the main point there is like, even if you're going to try cooking, you're not going to cook something perfect the first time. It's never going to look like it does on TikTok or Twitter or anywhere you're looking at it. It's going to look like you made it because you did. It's going to look like shit. I mean, yeah, it's probably the very first time you do it, it probably will. Or hell, if you're amazing naturally at cooking, you might try something else and immediately be like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't do that because I didn't do it right the first time. Fail. Just do it. Try new things. Stop being a fucking coward. Yeah. Yeah, try new things also. On the other side of the coin of failing... Don't be scared to put yourself out there and try new things. Yeah. That goes like hand in hand with failing, honestly, is like a lot of people are also scared of trying new things, which once again, understandable, it's a new thing, but you're not going to make any progress without trying it. You're going to, you'll never know. Also, you'll never know if you're good or bad at it. If you don't try, you'll just sit there and be like, Oh, oh what if I'm bad? Or what if it's not for me? Try it. You'll never know. No. Yeah. What if go for it? If it's accessible for you and manageable, then go for it. Yeah, it's like, if it's not going to, like, hurt you, like, I wouldn't say be the first one to test the fucking bungee cord in a new location. But, like, if it's something that's not going to hurt you, not going to hurt anyone else, and the worst that's going to happen is you're going to make something that's not very good, or you're probably going to break something minor that didn't really matter to begin with. Oh, well. Like, uh... Actually, my brother's a really good example of this, because... When we were growing up, every time something, like, broke, like, um, okay, this is kind of, this is going to date me a little bit, but we had, I think it was called the Sega Vega, and it was such a fucking big bulky thing that took, like, 14 batteries, and it ran for two hours, and that fucker had, like, eight buttons on one side, and it could play Sega games. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to fucking laugh. That, like, broke one day. And we couldn't get it to work. He just immediately took a fucking screwdriver and popped it open and then just started, like, looking at things. He didn't fix it. Like, it was... He broke it more, probably. <laughs> but, you know, we we're just like, ah, that broke. But then, like, a couple years later, our PlayStation also died. And he straight up popped it open and was like, oh, yeah. And then just replaced the ribbon, the power ribbon, and it worked. Yeah. Like, he failed on the Sega, but, man, he got good enough to fix the PlayStation. And now he does, uh, like, a lot of electrical work in repair buildings. Yeah, see, exactly. That's exactly why it's... You never know. You might try something and you might either be really good at it or really like it. You might not be the best at it. <laughs> No, but, you're, I mean, look at that. You're probably going to fail the first time, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. there's a high chance. Unless you're like a prodigy or something, you're probably going to fail. But once again, that's a learning experience, and then you'll know what to do next time. It just irritates me when I see people that are afraid to do something because of that, and was like, 
Man, you're a bitch. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just do it. You're going to either regret As not doing this. Or you're never going to know. Said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, even if that crazy bitch is saying it, then just do it. <laughs> uh, kind of thing. Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else. I think all the oh, those are kind of all like the big, the big ones, the big essential ones. Um, I know there's more. There's um. Uh, this isn't like as big of a thing, but depending on how fresh you are out of school or any of the schools, high school, college, anything like that. You're gonna lose like all of your friends. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Not to try to scare you or anything, oh, yeah. but like I'm not friends with anyone from my. You're school. not. Yeah, you're gonna maybe keep like one or two good friends, but you're probably gonna lose like everyone. Yeah, um, be prepared for your friend group to change as you age. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't be scared of it because you you can always make more friends. And I know making friends is scary and losing friends is scary, but like honestly, the bonds we've held in like schools is very artificial because we're stuck in a classroom with people for like fucking eight hours a day so of course you're going to be friends or acquaintances because you're literally stuck together for like hours and hours but once you graduate and you're an adult and you don't have to do that you really realize how different you are from other people or how how different you your goals are and how they won't like overlap anymore and that's fine i was really scared of that when i first graduated my my mom told me a few times you're probably gonna lose like like lose all your friends you'll probably keep like one or two and i was like no 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 i'll keep all my friends i literally have like three friends i still talk to from high school <laughs> maybe yeah um and honestly i'm fine with it at first i was like this sucks this sucks so bad i have like no friends it doesn't it really doesn't. No. <laughs> it really doesn't. What it also is, is even if you do, like, oh, yeah, I still got, like, my whole squad. As you get older, because under 25 ain't shit. I, I'm not even going to share uh -huh. that. If you're under 25, mm. I'm going to look at both of you right now. You are <laughs> oh. still in, like, stage one of your lives. After 25, shit changes so rapidly. Like, out of fucking nowhere. You, uh, Adrian's best friend right now, she actually lives in Ohio. And they've been, like, best friends since they were 16. They talk every day. They go on, like, vacations every year. They're actually going on a cruise next year. But that friend is going through, like, a mental crisis because Adrian's in, like, an entirely different phase of her life. Because we're now working... A very good job and we're like all right so we're gonna save up and we're gonna actually go get our own house away from her brother kind of give him his space after like we even set up a thing of like five years we're gonna have our own house because we're gonna save up this amount of money each year and that'll pay for this hopefully the housing market collapses and we'll get it for like a peck a gum <laughs> or something but we can hope on that all we want but she's still that friend is like 28 and still working at target and all of her topic of conversation is so today at work my manager told me this and then my coworker didn't come in and we're over here like yeah we're gonna get a house with like a fenced in yard and you know the dogs <laughs> and we're gonna like we're gonna climb this career ladder to get to this point up here so we can have a real nice retirement package right like we've just it's like dude 
we're like we've hit like the different point because after 25 you're like in phase two after you go past about 30 35 you're in like as weird as it is to say you're closer to end game at that point because you're like where like where do i want to settle in at yeah i was gonna say you got to start planning for the future now much more intensely and like actually you know because i'm gonna get yourself set up I'm, I'm gonna bet any amount of money right now if i ask both of you like yo what kind of house do you want to just settle in at right now like where, where are you gonna uh, go what's your oh plan? i know one that's not a million dollars in bc so nowhere <laughs> here <laughs> uh, that's fair i already decided which town or cities i would like to live in and the areas and my budget and also the type of house did you now Budget's going to be impossible because everything's so expensive here, but if I manage to uh, I don't live somewhere where it's it. fucking, like, ridiculous to live. Yeah, I might have Thank to move God. for a little bit until I can save up to come back here to live here, but I want to live in an apartment. I do not want a house. Um Ooh, really? And apartment's way more affordable, so... It's more I, affordable, yeah. yeah. I would love an apartment. I, I, uh, once again, even apartments are fucking expensive here in BC, so I... <laughs> It's out of my reach currently, but I know it's at least an apartment I want uh, in the city, but the city's that's later life. That's like end goal because I like the city, but I'll probably have to settle for like a a suburb or like out of town apartment or rent a basement suite even. Oh my God, that's even expensive here. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so. I would like a house, either single floor or maybe a bit with a basement. Hmm. Uh, I, like, want a single, like, a detached home. I don't want a rent. I don't want a condo. That's fair. I don't want a trailer in a trailer park because all of those things you have to pay either condo fees or lot fees or Utilities. Rent. I got to pay that. Like, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Utilities? Like, well... It depends no, on yeah. Utilities. That's I. That was not what I listed. I know. That, I was talking to Arva though. That. <laughs> that's like gonna go catch some rainwater. If you own a, your own home, like you still pay, you pay property tax. Obviously, it is your home. You can do what you want to it. You don't have a governing body because we don't really have HOAs here. Right? That's a thing in the U.S. Um. So it's your it's your house. You can do what you want to it, and you're not paying uh like. You're not renting the space. It it belongs to you. And like I just think about how in the like I think about my future as an adult and like retirement and all that stuff. By the time I retire, I would like to own my home outright. Because then I'm not paying monthly rent. I'm just paying utilities. And then if I wanted to downsize, I could sell that home. And and probably profit on it off of it because usually homes appreciate in value over time. Oh yeah, they do. Like I said, unless that housing market really just fucking tanks, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Right when I want a house, that would be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> trade like a house for some cat hair clippings. Like, thank you. But yeah, um, I guess the thing there is don't freak out if your friends are moving into different phases of their life or don't like freak out if suddenly you're thinking more about 
well, where am I going to, where do I want to like live? And like, what do I really want to do? Because everyone gets fucking hit by that. And it's usually after 25. Because if you're not like close to where you think you want to be, it scares you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I'm like, I'm, I'm so young. Like, you are. I have lots of time to do what I need to do to get where I need to get. And I have a supportive family. That's a big thing. Having a support network is huge. Like, my parents yeah. literally would not care if I lived with them until they died. But I'm probably, I'm not going to do that. But. Oh, right. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother them. So, like, I know I have somewhere to go if anything ever happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's the same way, but obviously, like, as much as I love her, uh, I would really like to live in my own place. <laughs> but it is helpful. I'm going to save until, like, 30s before the freakout. Even then, I still won't freak out if I'm not, like, where I want to be. But I, I think by 30, I should be able to get where I want to be. I have backup plans and backup plans and backup plans. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case, because once again, failure is natural. Failure is going to happen. So I have plans in case of failure or in case I don't like what I'm doing. Um, I can have something else to do and not have to be like, oh, my God, what, a, what am I doing with my life? It still happens, though. I still think like that. <laughs> I have all these backup plans, but I'm still like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I feel that. Nah, it'll... <sighs> That's we'll okay. get there. You'll get there. One day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm not stressing about it, because not a lot of people know what they're doing with their life. Or if they do, it's taken a long time to get there, or they lucked out with, like, they really, like, nailed the, uh, hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. I honestly can't think of very <sighs> many more. I don't think so. Open I think those are kind RSP of, like, things. <laughs> Yeah. Start saving for your retirement as soon as you get money. Yes. Always yeah. a retirement account. Uh, it's also called like a thrift savings account sometimes, depending on your company. Uh, look at what it's they're... It's called a RRSP here. Registered Retirement Savings. Um, It really depends on the company, because I've seen it called like three different things across multiple companies. Oh, I mean with their bank. Oh yeah, you with your bank. With your bank, yeah. You can all Okay, here's another good thing. If you work for a company, look into anything called a thrift savings account because what most companies will do is like if you look at it and they say, "Well, if you put, you know, 5% of your paycheck every month into this, they will match it dollar per dollar, and after that it's like, you know, cents." But you put 5%, so they're also putting 5% in. Uh, Adrian started that three years ago, and she has $11,000 in her account right now. Yeah. So I'm like, that's literally just free money. Don't leave free money on the table. Take it. So if she ever yeah. leaves or you know wants to retire, they just give her that $11,000 on the spot right now if she were to quit today. It's not a lot, but... Say, like, you're working a job and something happens and you just got to be like, I can't, I got to go. Like, my family, you know, like, something happened over here and they're like, well, we're going to fire you. You're at least going to go out knowing you have that money coming back yeah. to you. Right. 100%. So, 
So yeah, always look into that for the uh, jobs that you work because every job tends to offer that. Because mm-hmm. they want you to stay there. They don't want you to leave. Hell, even if you're right. at a job for one year, guess what? You get all the money you paid into that back if you were to leave and you get what they paid into it too. Yeah. It's basically just a free paycheck. This is really an episode on how old a man I am, isn't it? <laughs> This is the life advice episode. This is. It's up to you guys if you want to take uh, life advice from some people on a podcast called The Unintelligibles. Yeah, two (laughs) of us are also like still living with our parents. Little babies, yeah. Early 20s. So what I'm hearing is you should listen to me. Wow, not a single objection. That's terrifying. Well, depends. Oh, go <laughs> on. We, about, uh, you know? Go on, go uh-huh. on. What's a defender? Well you, well, you know a lot about computers. So, you know. <laughs> you know a lot about computers, you know? Like, I guess I do know. But, like, I don't. um... But, like... Never ask Westy how much you should drink. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Uh, 50 shots minimum. Let's go. Jesus. I can out drink a Russian. I used to be like that. Not anymore, though, which is kind of nice because alcohol is expensive. That is true. My alcohol tolerance never dropped. My drug tolerance did, though, like fucking two ibuprofen. I'm like, I need a nap. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that happened to my mom she like knocks out so easily and I'm like I, I'm waiting for that to happen to me cause like it's happened a little bit to me where they start to affect me more but like it's nothing crazy but I'm like uh oh if it's starting now then uh oh <laughs> <laughs> there is no hope yeah it's just a steady decline cause now I'm like I can take half an edible and I'm good for the night which I also like because that means I cut all my edibles in half, so the ten turns into twenty. Yeah, exactly. It's just a money saving strategy because <laughs> yeah. they're expensive. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. Well, being an adult sucks. Yeah, but also Speaking there's of a which, lot. There's benefits. Time for West yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Time to flip this coin to see who wins, and then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on this completely time to original go through... topic that you came up with, right? I'm, I was so prepared for this. I actually have like a whole like algorithm. I'm gonna do some like algorithmic math right now to figure out who's winning. Uh, just for uh hypothesis' sake, <laughs> what heads or tails? <laughs> oh. Heads or tails? Who are you asking? Uh, we'll go for Westy. Heads or tails? I'm gonna do heads. Okay. So Ferris tails. I'm tails, yeah. I'm flipping. He's flipping. Tails. I mean, my algorithm is algorithming. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing my math. Um, tails. Feral. All right, I win! Yippee! You win! Might want to write that down in the... Um... Yeah, we'll write it down this time. 
Yeah, that's probably a good idea. There we go. For, uh, <laughs> fair, fair, uh, <laughs> I forgot the A. The A is in the second part, though. It's just the way of the the Canadian way of saying it. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A? yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's the accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sticking with me, uh, and thank you the very generous and kind God up above for giving me the the prompt today. <laughs> that was so kind and generous. <laughs> just delivered on to you out of nowhere. Right, my my uh, my uh, prayers were answered today. They heard me panic. <laughs> yeah, I actually prayed to God, and the answer came down from above. I did. I've actually converted from being agnostic. <laughs> I'm changed. Um, I'm actually not. I'm a hellhound, and I don't know if that could work. <laughs> but thanks for uh, thanks for helping. Thanks for being here. Um. Oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> Bro, you did lit- <laughs> I'm so tired. We can't do the whole episode for you. You have to put a little bit of Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just collecting my thoughts. Thank you so much for listening to another episode <laughs> of The Unintelligibles. Um, do you have a winner's speech, Farah? Um, yeah, I won fair and square. Um, <laughs> it was not chance at all. Um, that, uh... Thank you, Mr. President, and uh, God bless America. <laughs> so true. Westy, lose your speech. Uh, you're all going to fail. <laughs> That's it. True and real. <laughs> as much as I laugh, that is true. You are all going to fail. But, but that's it's okay. okay. You all succeed. After, hopefully. If not, then that sucks, man. (laughs) If you just keep failing, that kind of sucks. Okay, look. You're all going to fail, and about 98% of you are going to get better for it. The 2%, I'm sorry, you're on your own. Don't contact me anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks for you, but I mean, hopefully one day you join the other percentage. Or you could fail that, too. That's brutal. Jesus. Well... If you feel if, if the shoe fits, also I'm so sorry, but you might have to. We do are some really reflection. just pounding somebody into the ground right <laughs> now. Are. Somebody's this listening. One person listening right now. <laughs> they end the episode. They're like, "Man, I came here this to listen an to you and have a good time. Right I came here to and laugh, like, not to cry." Right? They're too self-aware now. <laughs> they're like, "Oh shit, this is me." They're talking about. Oh my god, get your life started. Pick it up. We gave you some advice today. Follow it. Get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thank you again for listening to this episode. Guys, uh, if you want to check any of us out on our socials, Westy is WestyHCC on any platform. Farah is Farah the Bat on any platform. And I am Arva, Arva, just Arva on Twitch, and Arva69 everywhere else, <laughs> as usual. Really um, got to message that one, dude. I do. I keep forgetting. He's just so happy and minding his business. I'm going to make it into an episode one day where we just send that dude a message. (laughs) I need to, and then we need to update it every episode how the progress is going. (laughs) Welcome back to the weekly Um, update of Arva fighting for his name. (laughs) (laughs) No luck this day, but I have started a friendship with Mr... I don't know where he's even from. Mr. Arva. Mr. Europe. Mr. Arva. Yeah, Mr. Arva, the OG one. The OG one.
The OG one. I have to learn the language, his language, so I can speak to him. All right, Duolingo, it's you and me. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening, guys. We will see you next week with a much more prepared <laughs> episode. Um, well, actually, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you for being here. Right. No, what if I have to up a bunch? No, don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 please don't. Um, well, guys, look forward to next episode. Ferris hosting. Big things. Big things. Um, and thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.